Welcome to Hashtag SAP Talks, where each month, your host, David Trites, introduces you to a company that has successfully transformed their business using SAP solutions. Business challenges, best practices, and lessons learned are all revealed. Now, here is your host and moderator, David Trites. Hello, and welcome to another episode of SAP Talks with small and mid-sized businesses. I'm David Trites, and today we're going to be hearing how David Ledbetter Golf, the worldwide leader of golf instruction and coaching, is leveraging technology to grow and modernize the company. Joining me today are two guests. First, let me introduce Ben Riches. Ben is a managing director of David Ledbetter Golf. He's responsible for the growth of the Ledbetter brand globally, and under Ben's direction, the company is expanding into new markets and utilizing the latest technology to, li- to deliver golf instruction on demand. Hi, Ben, and thanks for joining the podcast. Hi, David. Pleasure. And we also have uh, Edith Segui on the line. Edith is a SAP Business One product expert supporting SAP Business One's North American partners. Hi, Edith. Thanks for joining us. Hi, David. So, Ben, just for our listeners, give us uh, an overview of David Ledbetter Golf and the different aspects of the business. Sure, absolutely. So, um, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are, are avid golfers and share the frustrations of the, the millions around the world who find golf uh, a difficult game to, to and I think our, yeah. our, our mission as a, a golf education, golf instruction company is to try and make it that little bit easier. We have a, we have a network of golf academies across the world, um, 26 uh, in 13, 14 countries right now. Um, and we've, uh, we've been around for um, over 30 years now. So a company founded by David Ledbetter, who is one of the premier, he really, really seen as the authority on golf instruction. And he's had a, a huge amount of success over the years teaching professional golfers um, to over 20 major victories and hundreds of tournament victories around the world. And David really established um, the modern golf instruction industry. It was, it was really on the back of his, his innovation through the, through the 80s and 90s that gave birth to uh, an entire industry for, for golf instruction. Um, so, we, we uh, as a company, we don't just look at professional golfers. We have a, a great, you know, great history and a great heritage of creating winning uh, professional golfers. But we'll teach everybody right the way down to uh, a five-year-old kid just playing golf for the first time and, and, and everything in between. So, um, we're we're a it's a, it's a really interesting business that um, that's that's growing and is, is an established business and. Um, it's exciting. It's an exciting industry. Part of it's people's passions. So we're we're dealing with a very emotional product, which is people's desire to play golf uh, a little bit better. Um, and we're proud to be uh, proud to be doing what we're doing. Yeah, golf is a one of those very interesting sports. Uh, you know, people of all ages play, which is nice. You know, it's not a sport you can only play in your in your youth, and it's uh, as you said, it's like, it can be very frustrating for all of us that are out there uh, hacking away. So I'm sure there's uh, millions around the yeah millions around the world that certainly appreciate uh, what you guys are doing. I know I could use a little instruction myself. Well, it's a unique sport, and as you mentioned, there, there are very few sports that you would continue to take lessons up in, into your 80s. But but uh, that's certainly the case for golf. If you look at other sports like swimming gymnastics, soccer, baseball, you tend to learn as a kid. So you learn the sport uh, in junior, you know, in junior competitions and uh, junior instruction. But typically when you become an adult, you don't continue to take lessons. I think golf is, is quite unique in that 
regard that people will continually come looking for help uh, with their game for, for technique or uh, whatever aspect of the game it might be. And that's that's obviously great for our business and it's uh, it's a unique, it's a really unique sport in that regard. And I think what we've seen is, is really an, an evolution of the golf instruction industry where in the past you typically had uh, a local teaching professional at your club who would, would, would teach you to swing. Uh, what we're seeing now is a far broader, far broader base of, of education coming from obviously the, the, the fundamental swing and technique, but we also have fitness and performance coaches under the Better Performance uh, division of the company who are working with golfers of all ages, shapes and sizes to make their bodies more efficient and, uh, and you know, more powerful for the golf swing. We have uh, mind coaches and sports psychologists that, that we, we employ to help people with the, the mental side of the game. We have on-course on strategists, equipment specialists that will, that will work on your game. So it, there's really a, press, a plethora of different um, types of coaching and instruction that we now offer to golfers. Yeah, that that is interesting. And how does that put different demands on the business? What do you guys uh, need? And how do you need to support you know the golfers that you're training now with all these different types of uh, training uh, outlets that you have and different different techniques and and facilities? What uh, how is that affecting the business? Sure. Well, we're we're fortunate in that we have a, a global presence, so um, we, we we are able to coach golfers across the world. Um, but we're most effective when we're staying connected to golfers. So our belief isn't just to give a quick tip to a golfer to make them better. We we want to work with them for for the long term and and really become partners of theirs in in terms of their skill development. So that requires a lot of um, contact and, and continual communication with golfers. And as we know, golfers are all over the world playing. They don't they don't all live right next to our golf academies. So the challenge for us as a business is to stay connected to our golfers, our, our students, when they're not at the golf academy. You know, once they when they're with us in person, it's fantastic. But um, the, the challenge on our business is to continually stay connected to those golfers and provide coaching when they need it um, in their environment. Right. Like you said, it's a long-term relationship. I mean, you start golfing when you're young, your swing might be a certain way. You're younger, you're more limber, more flexible, and you get older, you may need to change your swing and go back and completely revamp how you're, uh, how you're swinging at the, at the ball and might need coaching all over again. So you may have to have that established, well, keep that relationship over yeah. a very long time. And, and it, take, it takes time to, to really develop a good golf swing. And what we, you know, what we find is maybe not so much about um, recreating their golf swing, but it's it's a continual journey to perfection. You know, it's one of those sports that it's very difficult to achieve perfection. You see, you see that with the tour players. You know, even the great Tiger Woods is struggling. So it's not a sport that you master and that's the end of it. It's something you continually have to work on. And what we've what we found is people people are always asking for information and education. In reality, is that what's changed is the way they consume information. So in, in the past, it was, it was a little bit simpler in that if you gave a golf lesson, you were face-to-face with that individual, whereas now the way people learn and consume data and consume information, a lot of it's online and a lot of it is through mobile devices. So it, it gave birth to a change in our strategy as a business to create and to, to offer coaching on demand through an online platform. Um, mm-hmm. So we, 
we, we brought in a, a, a third party um, called Edufy, who created a connected coaching app. And we use that um, continually for our coaches to stay connected to their students and to educate them when they want the information. In today's day and age, information and, and you know, knowledge or knowledge acquisition is at the click of a button. So we had to be, as a business that's in the in the in the industry of teaching, we had to we had to transform ourselves. So that's why we started to you know to develop this online coaching platform, and we've had a lot of early success with it. Um, and and that's really the future of what we're doing is providing coaching to individuals when they need it, where they need it, how they need it. Uh, and that you know that in, in today's day and age, a lot of that is is mobile based. Yeah, absolutely. So, in addition to that, what other what other aspects of the business do you have? I mean, you have these academies. You're also selling um, golf instruction um, equipment and aids, things like that, right? So, what are the other parts of the business that you're that you have to manage? Yeah, sure. So, the company's rough, roughly split into two two different divisions. We have a, an academies business which runs uh, the 26 golf academies across the world, and that's a it's a licensing business, so we license our name to golf academies um, who locally own and operate them. Um, so there's a, you know, there's a there's a need for us to have a global presence within that business and a, a continual sales pipeline of new academies, and new new prospects coming through. So there's 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 the educational academy side of our company, and then there's the enterprises um, division of the business, which is looking at um, David's personal image. Um, our partners, our endorsements, our teaching materials, so um, DVDs, books, um, new, you know, obviously new, new digital training content that we're producing. Um, so there are two, two kind of two different sides of the business that um, fall underneath the Ledbetter Golf umbrella. So, you know, we're, we're not a, we're, we're a very large brand when it comes to golf instruction, but quite a small company when it comes to uh, infrastructure. Sure. So, uh, as far as software solutions to to manage that, what are you uh, what are you using now? So we're we're using SAP Business One. Uh, we we implemented at the beginning of 2016. Um, pr- prior to that, the the company was was running disparate different solutions. So we were we were had you know three or four different manual systems from Excel to QuickBooks to, to a couple of other RMS. Uh, we had a different POS system, and so what we, the insight that we, you know, we drove is that we we didn't really have a clear knowledge of the business. We didn't really have insight into what was happening inside our own company, and for yeah. a business that's small in 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 kind of in in personnel and in size, but large in terms of its its breadth and its reach across the world, it was quite a. You know, it was a it was a dangerous position for us to be in. So the decision was made that we we needed to change how we were operating and the solutions that we were operating within. Um, and through a consulting phase with Vision 33, it, it, it became pretty clear that Business One was the the right solution for a company of our size. Um, on budget, it was something that we could we could afford to implement, um, and it gave us the it gave us the benefits that we needed from a solution. So you know we've we've been very pleased with the the first seven eight months of operating with it and seen some seen some immediate impact into the company. Excellent. Ed, it, uh, as far as SAP Business One goes, it's uh, 
SAP solution geared for small small businesses. So it sounds like it's a you know perfect fit for David Ledbetter Golf since they were you know small but growing and, and international. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, some of the advantages of the system is how it's fully integrated, so you can manage those different aspects of uh, of your business, including keeping contact with your students and maintaining. At the same time, um, your academies um, using uh, the different analytical tool and then to uh, create some statistics to be able to be more proactive about the data you've collected. So because it is a fully ERP integrated system, it does help in that regard. Yeah, Ben, have you seen the advantages from that? You said you have uh, 26 academies worldwide and are they... Uh, are you pulling things together in business one from a reporting perspective or financials perspective or keeping track of uh, uh, assets or uh, instruction? Yeah, absolutely. And we, we, we started the, uh, we started the initial implementation um, in our academy headquarters in Orlando, champions game yep. Orlando, where we, we own and operate that part of the business. So we have uh, six instructors, two trainees um, who are teaching Every day of the week, um, we also have five or six specialists: the psychologists, the fitness and performance guys. Um, and so, what we prior to business one, we didn't really have a clear picture of what their utilization was. We could get the information, but it would just take a lot of manual work to actually re- retrieve any kind of insights into uh, how how busy they were. Were they teaching new students, repeat students, referrals? Um, what was their downtime? Were they being used effectively and efficiently? So what we don't, we have with Business One is categorized reporting. So every day we have a report of exactly how our instructors are working, exactly what the impact is on those students and customers that are coming through the business, whether there's cross-selling opportunities and additional revenue coming from selling products or training aids or additional lessons. So what we now have is a clear picture and we can actually run the business more efficiently. Um, so we've seen a we've seen an increase already in the efficiency of our instructor utilization. Uh, we've we've seen a uh, an immediate impact on the inventory and the stock that we hold. So we we were introduced to cycle counting by Vision 33. They kind of talked us through that process, and we identified you know a, a huge amount of old stock that we were holding that we just weren't aware of. So oh, yeah. we were able to clean 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 that up. We've made some savings. We've, with we we now know every item it's all coded it's all it's all in different categories so um we're just running as a an efficient business which is which is from a managerial position is really really important and really satisfying because we know that we can now grow from a stable clear position and we're not guessing um there's, there's no guesswork involved in our forecasts or um or what's actually happening within the business yeah, that's that's excellent. Especially you know you're trying to grow rapidly and you got all this stuff going on around the world. So being able to pull it together into one solution and not have multiple Excel spreadsheets or you know whatever trying to do reporting that way is a much much better advantage there. Absolutely true. Yeah. Edit, do you see this as a, a common thread for small businesses that are trying to grow internationally, looking for solutions like Business One, that multi-currency, multi-language, things like that? Is that like a big driving force for them to to move off of 
uh, things like Excel and, and into into an integrated system like like Business One? Yeah, I would say the majority of our customers today are these type of organizations that have outgrown their previous kind of unorganized, maybe smaller ERP system. And, uh, again, organizations that are using multiple type of systems and makes it very hard to, to get a clear picture of what's going on in your business. So this is definitely something that um, uh, that Business One can help with, although slowly we're kind of moving a little bit up market as well to, to larger companies. But that's definitely our sweet spot of those smaller size companies that um, that can use an easy system, um, very friendly, uh, short implementation cycle, so it doesn't take them forever to, to start enjoying the benefits. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Um, so Ben, are you trying to, you know, unify these, uh, academies around the world, uh, the local ones? How do you, how do you work with them now? You said they're, um, franchises kind of? Yeah, it's a, it's a, such a licensing model, but very similar yeah. to franchising. So okay. we control, we control the brand, the, the teaching product. So all of the instructors, we have 60 instructors at the moment across the world who have been through a, a 12-month certification program. So they're very, very highly, highly skilled and highly qualified instructors that go through continual, continual training from uh, from our side. Um, so we control that. We then then advise and support in terms of marketing, local marketing, um, mm-hmm. you know, integrating operational support. Um, but the businesses are run independently by the local. The local golf course or local golf resort. Um, so we get uh, we get reporting back from them. Um, but what we would prefer to see in the future is a, a fully integrated system where every academy um, is is talking. And we know that's going to take a little bit of work to get independent groups being able to work together in that same way. But the fact we're on business one and can show the benefits is a, is the first step towards being ha- uh, being able to do that and having it fully integrated across the world. Right. Where are you seeing the growth in uh, golf instruction? Interestingly, the the traditional markets of the U.S. West you know Western European countries where golf grew up um, are stagnating and there's actually they're actually plateauing. So there's there are golf courses. Um, you know, closing. There are fewer fewer children playing the game in those countries. It's still very healthy at the top of the game in terms of you know professionals and country club members, but the masses aren't. We're finding aren't playing. So as a result, um, there's, a, there's a slowing of the growth of golf in those markets. But at the same time, there's a there's a huge expansion in emerging golf markets. So our company is really, a, I guess, is a barometer for the golf industry right now. So. When we look at the academies that we've opened uh, in the last 12 months, they're in they're in Asia, they're in the Far East. So we've just opened in Vietnam. We're in Indonesia, a couple of academies in Korea. We've done a big partnership in China. Uh, we'll be opening in in Thailand later this year. Um, so there's a lot coming. You know, we're, it's quite interesting that there's a real thirst for the knowledge and the experience that we have a, as a business in the markets in those countries that. Are trying to desperately trying to grow golf, um, and, and golf in a lot of those countries is seen as as a, as a status symbol, and it's a, it's a develop, you know, developing middle class that that want to play the game and want their children to play the game. So um, we see it, you know, we see it all the time when you look at the 
uh, the LPGA, the women's game, is dominated right now by Korean players. And mm. um, there's a you know there's a there's a real big movement towards golf in Asia. We're seeing it equally. We're, we're opening a, a new academy in India um, in October of this year. And right now, there's there's no real infrastructure for teaching golf in India. There's there's a there's a PGA um, system and an infrastructure, but very little standardisation. So you can you, you really you know get lucky if you find a good coach in, in those countries. So that's what we're going into countries like India to help increase the standard of coaching, not just at the Ledbetter Academy, but across the whole country. We want to help uh, educate and train the teachers, teaching the teachers. On, on how to deliver better instruction and how to develop junior programs and, and get more kids into the game, um, and that's you know that's that's vitally important not just for the future of our business but for golf as as a whole. You know the you know the number of children that are playing um, really needs to be focused on, and there are a lot of programs, there's a lot of companies and, and federations that are trying to. To in, you know, increase investment in junior junior golf, but none of it's well, well connected. So um, there really has to be a concerted effort to get golf into schools. Um, the Olympic Games is a is a wonderful vehicle um, that could really transform what golf could look like across the world. Um, but it's it's going to involve all of those groups and all of those parties to pull together to do that. Yeah, it's the first time in like a hundred years or something, isn't it? The golf's in the Olympics. Yeah, it is. You would, you would think more of the professionals would, would jump at the chance of playing there, but unfortunately, quite a few of them are pulled out for various reasons. And you know, that's it's it's a shame. And you know, the, the golfers that we teach, so Lydia Ko, who's the world number one on the women's side, is is representing New Zealand there and is hugely excited. Uh, Rafa Cabrera Bayo, the Spanish number two, is is going to be there and is excited. Ben Arn, the Korean number one, is going to be playing. So, with from within our stable and from David's belief and his thoughts on how the game needs to grow he's he's really encouraged his players to embrace what the olympics can do and and what we'd want to see is a legacy and you know a real concerted effort by those governing bodies to to really push golf in you know in, in schools and the same to junior program mm-hmm. yeah the junior programs is key i mean one of the i think one of the limiting factors for golf at least in the in North America, is the expense. You know, it's a very expensive sport to play, and golf courses are expensive. So there needs to be ways to get uh, youth involved and maybe uh, uh, helping out. You know, getting getting kids on the on the course that maybe can't afford to. Yeah, it's, it's in it's the U.S. is it doesn't help itself. So it's one of the one of the few countries where you can't be a member as a junior if your parents aren't a member of a golf club. So in in the UK where I grew up, I could have a junior membership at my local club. Um, you know, you didn't have to have your parents at the, at the same place. So, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a barrier. Say, so golf sometimes doesn't help itself. And what we need to see in the US in terms of growth, there are far more uh, shorter golf courses, six hole courses that people can play within an hour. Um, mm-hmm. The the French uh, are building. Uh, dozens of six-hole golf courses as part of the the Ryder Cup legacy. They've got the Ryder Cup in two years' time, and so they've identified that. They've said that golf takes too long. There are there are barriers to entry in terms of cost and access. So they're building golf courses that kids can just turn up and play, and families can play in an hour. And that's really what's needed to to stimulate that growth. Um, you know, and there are there are success stories. Not all doom and gloom. We see success stories. So. 
there's a company in the U- that's growing enormously quickly in the U.S. called Top Golf, um, which is a driving range where you have um, sensors and, and chip microchips in the balls that can actually detect how far you hit it and where you hit it to. And wow. it's hugely popular because there's no, it's got the gamification within it, which is appealing to people. But there's no pressure in terms of dress code. You, you can you can get food and drinks served right at your at your bay. Play loud music. There's flashing lights, and it's appealing to a young audience. And they're yeah, you know, they're growing enormously. The, the the top golf near where our academy is in Tampa um, has over thirty thousand customers a week, which is more than a lot of golf courses would have in an entire year. So I say there are some positive things happening. Um, but you know we and we we hope that we can do our little bit to to help grow the game. Um, we've 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 just developed a new uh, kids program called Live Better Kids, which is going to be uh, rolling out a teacher training program and a program to get um, kids from the ages of five to ten playing golf for the first time. Right. Working with a a group in Scotland called Golfin who um, who have got a, a mission to to offer golf through schools, school programs. So we're finding the right partners, and there's lots of like-minded businesses like ours that understand the need to, to offer golf to children in an easy, accessible way that's fun to play. Um, so you know, it's, a, it's a wonderful sport that offers so much to so many people. Um, and you know, they've, they've given a little bit of care and attention and a little bit of vision from those within the sport, um, it's going to have a, a healthy future. Nice. So just uh, before we wrap up, what uh, what do you guys have in store for the future as far as, you know, technology goes or your solutions go? Where are you uh, looking to in- invest more or, or do more in the, on the business side? Yeah, we, we're, we're looking at um, changing out our POS. So that's going to be a, that's a project that we're, we're looking to integrate with into, into B1. Uh, we are in conversations with SAP and HUFI about um, the online coaching platform that we have um, in integrating SAP solutions and SAP apps. So we, what we'd love to do is find a way to connect our coaching and our front-end platform into the back-end system so that if we're coaching, coaching and, and generating revenue from our online coaching, it's immediately recognized within, within B1. So... Um, we're, uh, we're we're pushing the, the the clever technology guys within SAP to help the solution to that, and I'm sure I'm sure they'll they'll work it out. Edit, I'm sure you could help out with that. Is there a <laughs> business one? Business one, I think it's pretty uh, it's pretty open. You can connect through APIs and uh, and things like that to add on functionality if needed, right? Yeah, you can you can connect practically any uh, third-party solution, an SAP solution, whether it's uh, existing or non-existing. We do have a, a few integration platforms that can connect. Um, you know, also talking about the future and technology, I did want to mention that uh, Business One is supported um, on SAP HANA, which is our in-memory database. That um, that really gives you all that extra in terms of uh, not only functionality but also speed and performance. So as the business grows, there is an option to um, to either start with Hana as a small customer, but again, as you grow and your your needs grow and your volume as well grows, so that also takes you to the next level um, in terms of 
also integration, but again, all the additional capabilities that you couldn't do before. And with the power of SAP HANA, it does um, open that, 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 those opportunities for you to, to do more and, um, and really maximize um, every feature in Business One to, uh, to help you grow your business. So there you go, Ben. When you guys get the millions of kids in China and, and India up on uh, into your programs, you're probably going to have to up 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 the game to to uh, Hana. All right. Well, uh, this has been a great conversation, Ben. I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to join us on your busy schedule. Uh, not at all. It's been a pleasure, and we're we're, we're delighted with, with the the partnership with SAP, and uh, excited about what the future holds. Excellent. And Edit, thank you as well. Always nice to yeah. chat with you. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Okay. And that's it for this episode of uh, SAP Talks. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks. You've been listening to Hashtag SAP Talks with David Trites. To learn more about SAP small and mid-size enterprises solutions, visit sap.com forward slash SME. The best run businesses run SAP.